Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, tough one. Bad um, one. Tough one. Lots of lots of thoughts. Um, first of all, immediate thought. The most recent thought is, um, as Alan always says, like, great that it was only thirteen. Like that's yes, my- absolutely. I turned it off after the under four timeout, not wanting to get myself emotionally invested in the scoring margin wars. But when I saw the final score, I was like, okay, that's salvageable for net purposes. Yeah. Uh, much worse than 13. Uh, second half was obviously the story. Uh, Cause the first half I thought was pretty good in a lot of different ways. Um, it was really nice to get 16 points from uh, Igadaro and Omax. Uh, that is mm-hmm. 16 points. You don't usually count on uh, mm-hmm. in the second half. There was no consistent offensive source, which was really, mm-hmm. really the troubling part. Obviously, the defense was also pretty terrible in the second half. Wisconsin but, had 55 points in the second half. Yeah, as a Wisconsin to have 55 points is really rough because they don't want to do that, like by nature, <laughs> how they play. Like that's an accident for them. So that yeah, and what really, really yeah, what really was the head scratching to your point about the offense was I don't know if we saw a single pick and roll action from Kolek and Agadaro. And that was oh. what that was the bread and butter of the first half. That is the reason why we were able to score 31 points in that first half. I don't and know, just went away from it. I don't know why Kolek basically ran no action in the entire second half. That was mind blowing to me. Because, you know, like I said, he he vanished, but it didn't seem like it's not like he played outwardly bad. He just didn't do anything really on offense. And the yeah, oh, man, it was just really confusing as to why that was like the whole offensive plan. Plus, he was doing a good job harassing uh, their scores. And then in the second half, he really just sort of faded away like I don't know I don't understand why he didn't have a huge involvement in the game plan in the second half and then I guess the, the other off- go ahead the offensive game plan in the second half really seemed to be take a lot more shots from the outside which is fine like in theory I guess but you know they started off Justin Lewis had that monster dunk and then he had a really good finger uh, that little finger roll layup and Marcel had a good two point jumper. And it just seemed like that was what was clicking. And then from there, it was a ton of three point shots. And again, I get it. That's statistically the best shot or whatever, but that's not the team's strength at all. And you saw what the strength was against Wisconsin specifically before that and so I, I don't know if it was just the team settling a little bit because once Wisconsin started scoring a little bit it did seem like some players were rushing into the shots a little bit but it just was a pretty clear difference between what the offense was looking like in the first couple minutes of the second half and most of the first half and what was going on the rest of the game it definitely seemed like they so out of the half they tried to establish more cell he had like three chances mm-hmm. um he missed two straight 
very similar shots before he made a three. Um, so that was one thing. And then they tried to go to Lewis a few times. And then I think really kind of where the turning point happened is the offense really fell out of sync when Lewis came out of the game uh, mm-hmm. with his third foul, which I guess I understand. Ashaka has proved so far substitution wise to be a definitely a foul uh, pay attention to foul trouble guy um, mm-hmm. is I don't know if he has played a single player um, against the foul trouble uh, uh, situation yet, like with two fouls late in the half um, or right. Like quest sat out for the entire first half with two which, fouls, which yeah, it was because of Igadara's play, but I figured even if Igadara was equivalent to Quest, he would have yeah. sat the whole time. And that seems to be the idea with the amount of depth that Shaka has is that you don't have to worry too much when an individual player has foul trouble because there's people in line and we don't have to push the envelope there. Yeah, and well, to be clear, he he absolutely wasn't coming in even if Igadara wasn't playing great. They were they would have gone right. To- one hundred percent, they would have gone small with with uh, Lewis uh, at the five or however else they would have devised to to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, right, but yeah, I mean, just not <laughs> the second half really just not up to par. Nothing really uh, to take away from that second half that was mm-hmm. at all positive. With the something exception. I also but, noticed was the amount of and one opportunities that I wasn't good Wisconsin was getting like when we talk about the hashtag choose violence mantra I feel like a reasonable extension of that is when you foul someone don't let them get an easy bucket particularly Brad Davidson who I felt like he got like three of them that hashtag is not uh, officially universally licensed or approved. I we should say, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, I don't think the be the difference in um, Jesuit values university is going to be hashtag choose violence, but <laughs> that's true. I don't, I don't, I don't um, think that it's not officially licensed or endorsed. No. Um, but still like the idea of that happening on defense, I, it, the team definitely seemed a lot, softer once they saw that Johnny Davis could do whatever he wants, even if they were doing everything they could and they were trying everything with them. Yeah. I think, so obviously that's probably the biggest takeaway from the game is that when the game was still sort of close, Johnny Davis was unstoppable. And frankly, I think, you know, there's a certain level of unstoppable that he was today where he would have gotten his in, in many different ways. Like, I don't know what his floor was today, um, but it wasn't low um, because he just played really, really well. But I think Daryl Marcel was underwhelming on, mm-hmm. on Davis. Um, really the guy is supposed to be your defensive stopper. He's played Wisconsin tons and tons of times before, obviously like hasn't played Johnny Davis a ton, but uh, you know, he knows, he knows how to play against Wisconsin. He's your experienced veteran leader and he's supposed to really come out and 
you know, the one thing he's supposed to be able to be really solid at is on ball defense. And he was not effective on Davis and Davis was able Mm -hmm. to really, you know, the, the team doesn't really have a backup option to Daryl Morsell to guard a guy like Davis. Um, like they tried Omax Prosper at one point. I remember there's a really significant possession where Lewis is guarding Davis and Lewis does a great job bullying him off the block. This was end of the first half and Davis just throws in like a ridiculous, like fade away in the, in the, in the key. It was ridiculous. Yeah. shot. Um, but so they tried a number of different things and specifically in the second half, when Davis was really heating up, they took, they put Omax on the floor to guard him and, Omax didn't didn't have the um I guess lateral quickness really to to guard him um one-on-one like that um but yeah that crossover on this going into the step back is the image I have in my mind of yeah well Omax not being able to keep up that was pretty that was pretty flagrant on on Davis as far as just like kind of stank facing him after he did it too and also, like, yeah, I mean, it, there's something to be said for a college basketball player who genuinely does not seem able to miss within like 15 feet if he's unguarded. Like, you saw like some of the shots Cam Jones is throwing up there, where he's just like, you know, like hoping and praying it goes in the basket wh- wherever he shoots from. But then, like, mm-hmm. uh, Davis just like anytime he gets open inside the inside of a 15 foot radius, like it's a layup. So there's. There's definitely something to be said for uh, that kind of uh, scoring ability and just bucket making. And I know somebody said uh, that, um, you know, I think it was, I'm trying to remember what this guy's name is. I think it's Lucas Harkins. He's like a Butler guy that tweets a lot about the Big East. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Lucas yeah, Harkins, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was saying like the Badgers better start to think about how they're going to replace uh, Johnny Davis. Cause he's not going to be there all that long. And I mean, it's really oh, hard yeah. to argue. The only, the only thing that would keep him sort of moored would be the system sort of, um, you know, tamping down his abilities because of how fast they want to play. But I just think, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. He's, he's a, he's a pro prospect and it's, crazy to see Wisconsin have a guy like that because it's really hard to play as disciplined as Marquette would have had to play to play that game and absorb sort of the like 12 to 15 point Johnny Davis run at the beginning of the half there. Like that was, that was really difficult. Right. And I mentioned this on Twitter when you have a opponent that really doesn't turn the ball over like Wisconsin had only 11 turnovers today. And when you couple that with a player that can just go get a bucket, if he needs to, that makes the offensive droughts that Marquette is a little bit more want to have way more impactful because from like, I don't know, probably the 18 minute mark to the 10 minute mark, it was just, all right, let's go take the first shot it misses uh we can't really get an offensive rebound and there goes any momentum that we have and like that was cam jones and tyler Kolak and justin lewis just not really being able to hit anything from the outside like yeah cam and Kolak combined for a quick math three for 15 from the floor and two of 10 from three yeah which, it wasn't a good that's game. not gonna do it 
wasn't a good game from Cam Jones. Should not have played 31 minutes. That's too much for him, the way he was playing today. Um, Especially with how Joplin was playing in the yeah. first part of the first half. I am shocked that he did not get more playing time in the second half. Yeah, Joplin, Joplin's a guy who needs to play more for sure, but he also needs to play uh, strategic minutes where he can um, be a guy that is one of the dudes on the court that sh- could shoot because I don't think he's a guy that should play um, anonymous minutes, so to speak, where he's on the um, he's on the court, but there are like three other dudes who are the um, more of a focus for the offense. So I kind of like how he's being used right now, but I definitely think he ne- needs to mm-hmm. be used more, especially if you get behind and you need a guy to just sort of throw in a couple of baskets. Like he's probably one of your most naturally gifted scorers, if not your most, but yeah, I mean, I just think they needed more Lewis today. I, I Lewis just mm-hmm. the unfortunate thing is he turned the ball over so much. Like six turnovers is a ton for a non-guard. Ooh. Yeah. I did not know that it was that many. That is. Yeah. It, it was just, there were, um, it was unfortunate because the way they were going to get back into the game was to get him going and get him moving and, and getting looks from three. But the, the way that it ended up playing out is he had just one or two or three spots where right when he was starting to get going, he would like dribble it off his foot or he'd lose the ball. And that was not, he, it would derail his momentum or he'd like commit an offense foul enough to sit. And it just like, it, unfortunately they couldn't, keep going to him over and over again. And they kind of needed to because they needed a similar them and they need more than nine minutes from Kirk West, even if Oso is playing as well as he did in the first half, mm-hmm. like Kerr's a really good on court leader. He makes a lot of smart plays. He adds a lot off the lob. He's more consistent than Oso on the, on those kind of plays. Although Oso, I mean, again, the first half from Oso was so solid and it's just unfortunate. Right. It spiraled so much, really just genuinely, they could not get a stop. Um mm-hmm. That's 55. Yeah, those those few plays where – and this this happened a little bit during the Jackson State game too, which we haven't talked about, but there are times when the press, like the backline defenders, just straight yeah. up miss a guy going vertical down the court and either get an easy layup or a foul drawn on them, and yeah. it's pretty frustrating. And credit to Wisconsin. I mean, they did – a good job of finding about five or six possessions where they just slip press really quickly. And that's definitely one of those things that when the press gets put on tape so much, um, I think, and obviously the press is on tape because shock has been playing like this for however long, but um, Mm -hmm. I think there needs to be sort of backline and, you know, other types of adjustments in the press, like the press definitely works. It's hard to press Wisconsin, I think, because they just play slow, but you know, there were turnovers and there were spots where the press was, was doing its job at times, but I just think that yeah. mm-hmm. they, there was, it was too inconsistent and, you know, the turnover total wasn't a ton, but just like the turnovers in the first half and then just like not really shooting all that well. And just like mm-hmm. not, just not doing enough um, from an execution perspective. It was, it was not good. Right. And part of what I liked about the press in the first half in particular was that, you know, there were some of those quote unquote breakthrough press moments that Wisconsin had where they didn't get a turnover and it looked like 
they had, you know, the man advantage on the other side of the court, but some of those individual defenders, like particularly Oso at the rim would just get a little bit of annoyance in the way of those drivers and they'd miss those transition opportunities. And so if that's something that, you know, was able to at least continue on into the second half, they can at least cut into some of those Wisconsin points. And that was, I think secondary to Oso's individual performance, that transition defense in the first half was probably the other best part about it. And something that I think could carry over into future games. Yeah. I mean, I thought again, Oso played really well. Um, Mm-hmm. All, all told, I mean, it was a great game from him. It was tough in this in the second half because, again, like I don't know why Kolik wasn't trying to get him going. Like, why mm-hmm. go something that wasn't working? Also, mm-hmm. the, I mean, gosh, you need you need some guard to be effective offensively, and you know, more cell, more it's it's hard to like look at the totality of Morcel's nine games so far and really decide like what kind of player he is overall. Like like is he the start to the season he had, or is he sort of how he's um calmed down a bit? Um, but I just he he needs to he needs to be, you know a leveling player for them and he needs to not make a lot of mistakes and second half defensively. He was just like, there wasn't, there wasn't any sort of consistency from him on the defensive end. So I think that that was, that was a real, a real issue. And, you know, like if there are in a big game like that, he's your guy that you need to show up and just, unfortunately, I don't really think he was, he looked like he was uh, super up to the task today. I mean, like the, the stretch where they committed four fouls at the start of the second half, he was just yeah, like was brutal. as to what was going on. And it was just not, it was, it was, it was really frustrating. And then from that point is when Davis really took the game over for a good, like eight minute mm-hmm. stretch. And that really buried him. Um, God, Wisconsin. I, do, I just, I don't believe in them overall. I don't, think they have enough depth to be a consistently good team this year, but they have five guys who are really solid. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think they only had like six bench points and yeah. If, if anyone gets in foul trouble, that's an issue, but you know, Tyra wall and was Steven Crowell. Is that how you pronounce it? I, yeah, Crowell. Crowell is, I think he's going to be a problem a little yeah, bit. He was, he's just he was really good. good. He's like, He's like if Nate Reavers had, you know, actual hands instead of meat cleavers and just sort of knocked the ball around a bunch. Like he's got actual. That is a very good observation. Yes. I like, I fully agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, Nate, Nate Reavers was just, there's never really put it together, but this dude, like the stretch he had when Marquette took the lead early second half and he just was like backing down on Queth and Godaro and just like, tossing in these little baby hooks it was like oh man this guy mm-hmm. has got really good touch and he's already got range too and mm-hmm. chucky hepburn looks really solid and you know make can yeah, very, very unfortunately him. chucky hepburn the combination of his hair and his name is very sadly very cool yeah 
Yeah. And then Brad played well and Brad didn't have to be the guy because Davis is the guy. So it's a really, it's a, and wall's fine. And uh, he hit a bad game, but he's played well this season. So that five is just really solid for Wisconsin. I don't think you can really even mess with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Again, like in terms of like the win loss binary, I'm not pissed. Like Wisconsin's a good team. It's a road game. Like I wasn't expecting a win, but the way in which they seem to fall apart in the second half when over the course of the Illinois through West Virginia games, it seemed to be a calling card of the team that they were not going to give up. They were going to really fight back whenever they got punched in the first half. That seems to have dwindled a little bit with this game and the St. Bonaventure game. And, you know, Marcel, he's a good score. He can definitely, still be solid i do still really love his ability to find those crevices in the mid-range and get points there but you know if we're expecting him to be uh, the go-to guy i don't think that's going to be what we get out of him this year and it's kind of getting to the point where tyler Kulik's shooting woes are turning less into a Caden Reinhardt situation and more of a situation where we might have to adjust what we expect out of him from the scoring department. Yeah. I mean, from a, from a shooting perspective, I mean, I think he needs to keep doing his, uh, his driving and dishing thing because I, I don't think he's going to be able to be a, a volume shooter. I think he needs to, you know, shoot like two or three or four of those a game and make one or two, like that's going to be his, his like deep shooting. I mean, his real value is what he was doing in the first half where he was, you know, slicing and dicing and, um, you know, getting Oso Godaro really good looks. And when he can make a skip pass to a shooter, it's really solid, but yeah, I just don't think, um, and especially in the second half, the, the sort of game plan and the togetherness didn't really, um, keep it together there, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah that's a shame. All right, I'm going to put out a tweet to get some questions in, but um, let's um, take some questions here. Give me two seconds as I switch that um, over. Andy, if you can hear me, retweet this that I'm tweeting. (laughs) Thank you. Um. Cool. Okay. Um, let's. Uh, while you're while you're while you're doing that, yeah, I want to briefly get on. I think I think I talked about this in the first space that we did, but God Almighty, do I absolutely hate what Fox is doing with the broadcast crews calling the games from home right now? It's yeah, really, it's really bad. Like even from the perspective of like. Jim Jackson, Jim Jackson, Jim Jackson's mic level was louder than whoever the play-by-play guy was. Aaron Goldsmith, Mariners announcer. Oh, look at that! Um, But yeah, their mic volumes are off. Their their voices are coming in at a much different. like coming in much louder than like the stadium noise, which is what I would much rather hear. And then the score bug also sucks. Yeah. The score bug sucks. And, you know, uh, 
Goldsmith was just completely like, I don't know, he went to take a piss or something like that in the middle of the game in his kitchen bathroom or something like that. And something it just it just sucks so bad. And I really yeah. hate it. And like again, like if we're trying to do that for Marquette Jackson State, okay, sure. We can we we can use the COVID excuse for that, but for a rivalry game on all caps Fox, yeah, at eleven thirty, like let's let's have a little bit of decency with that, honestly, because this is just yeah. it's brutal to watch. Uh, okay, let's let's kick it let's kick it to some questions here. Um, uh, I'm not sure which member of the nation is on here, but um, they are extremely welcome to unmute and, and weigh in here. Um, hey, so it's the member of the nation not responsible for the loss today. Oh. Uh, this, um, would be, this would be Eric. And thank God Nate isn't here. Yeah. Um, What's up? Over two in the Cole Center without me, by the way. Mm. But whatever. Um, hey, love the Kate and Ryan Howard. Shout out, you guys had earlier. But uh, <laughs> hey, and it may be a little bit of my fault today. I think we are now only two on games that I watch more than like five minutes. So oh, it's no. not great. You should stop watching. So I may need to, <laughs> need the, uh, to uh, stop watching Marquette again. So mm. is, that, is that your entire feedback? Is that like the reason that you just need to stop watching Marquette? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think that the outcome today was solely because of actions taken by us and we take full responsibility yeah, I appreciate this This is you just came on to apologize yeah it's, it's on us um, Nate a big fat mea culpa yeah oh well but hey love what you guys are doing keep, keep going on I just needed to get that off my chest great thank you thank you for your, for your delightful <laughs> input there Eric <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> greatly appreciate hearing from you. No, what we need, we need, we need a guy who can score. That would be nice. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, there's one or two of those guys that just aren't there yet, but are but are coming along. Yeah. Um, need, need someone to get hot. Love the defense. In, in the first half. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. But uh, no, I think the uh, the big takeaway is that um, I need to stop watching again. And, uh, yeah, no, that's Nate, a, that's definitely the takeaway. Nate needs to stop uh, going into the better student section and uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, well, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate but, uh, this. What a what a what a wonderful appearance. Yeah, it's uh, that's, this one's on us, guys. Yeah, no, it's good. Thank you for taking responsibility, Eric. Yeah, have a good one. All right, see ya. <laughs> I just saw this also for uh, yeah, shout out Marquette Nation um, for a 12 minute stretch uh, this is via JG Trends on Twitter for a 12 minute stretch Wisconsin had uh, an average of 1.4 points per possession or above the entire time which is not good no very not good bad 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 uh, the defense in the second half was just really, really poor. Um, everyone who wants to ask a question, please request, and then I will um, put you on. Um, 
Seabass, while I got you here, you got anything? Yeah, no, I just um, replied to your uh, – Oh, you did? Your tweet. Yeah, no, I, I, it feels like one of those games oh, that yeah. uh, yeah, Mark bounce back from pretty hard. It was kind of feeling hard to bounce back against K-State. Just because, like, you know, the shock of what I know about him and how he's kind of led this team to uh, the 7-2 start now. I think kind of getting – uh, it's going to be pretty badly in the second half. Well, carry on to K-State. These guys will be just fueled to uh, go out there and just shoot the lights out. Yeah, the K- K-State game is is interesting. I'm going to mute you, Seabass. Um, the the K-State game is interesting because I think it's, a, it's one of those games that could go either way because K-State is very K-State again this year where they're, like, not great – not bad, um, play slow, are good at defense, not great at offense. Like it's, it's a very similar team and, you know, obviously not a great showing today in the first uh, true road game uh, for the Golden Eagles. So a second true road game on the back of this is certainly an interesting uh, challenge. Um up to number one, by the way, uh, uh, Ben, in average possession length. <laughs> I, I, literally, I literally just saw that on the route to uh, give the uh, K-State Ken Palm page. Third, uh, yeah, third thank God in the country and shortest average possession length of any team in the country. What a, what a time to be alive and what a time to be What alive. a time. The good thing, though, about uh, K-State so far is um, – and I've watched a couple of their games. They don't have that big behemoth shot blocker that they normally have. And I'm looking at their uh, Kempom defensive sets, and it seems like it's kind of confirming that observation where they're not getting a lot of block shots on defense, which from what I've noticed out of Marquette so far, when those little pick and roll actions happen and, either Kolek or Mitchell or Jones decides to, you know, get to the rim and try and shoot a layup. A good amount of those shots have a significant risk of getting blocked. So given that, I feel like there's a good potential for a store to get right game against Kansas state. And I'm pissed that it's during the middle of the week. Otherwise I'd make the two and a half hour trek to, go over there and uh, impact it in the way that I can. But I, I, f- I feel a little bit confident in uh, at least the next game going into uh, the upcoming stretch where it's still pretty brutal for the next five games. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just challenged Nate Marzion to come in the, to come in the space after he tweeted a video of himself putting a buck shirt over his beat Bucky shirt, which is just, just so, so like doing it for the bit. Very, um, very on brand. Uh, Derek's been waiting a while. Let's put him on. Um, he's been asking to ask a question. I hope he still has his question. Sorry. Sorry if we, it, it took us a while to, um, go ahead and unmute if you still have a question. Oh, Alan wants to come in as well. That's good. We'll we'll have some we'll have some things to talk about. Uh, uh, Derek, do you want to hop off 
mute here and let's see if I can unmute him. I don't know. Maybe he was just stuck at requesting and just didn't go. On. Oh, there you go. Oh, 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 oh. You want me to talk? I can talk. Yeah, go ahead. What? What's up? You? Oh, yeah. that's fine. No, I just tweeted at him. If he, if he wants to come on, he can come on. He's he's being. Uh, anyway, go ahead. What what's up? What did you want to talk about? My only comment is the difference between also first half, second half. Did he have a shot? Well, I mean, like they didn't even try to get him the ball, right? Like that's what I was thinking. Like he's not a guy that can just be like, "Hey, I'm going to score." Like they need to do something to like get him the ball, and they genuinely just like didn't try to get him the ball, which was just so. And and it was part of what the the sort of invisibility of Kolik in the in the second half was just like Kolik was creating so much for Oso and I mean when was the the hook shot at the timeout that was still first half right where Oso like hit the back rim and cushioned it in I think that was still first half um, I think that was still first half yeah yeah he was looking super gassed at that point but right. then after that timeout they designed a play for him so I mean yeah I. Nothing in the second half at all. Um, I, ugh, yeah, it, it, the the game plan in the second half definitely like I don't really know why they stopped trying to get Kolek. Maybe it was a thing that Wisconsin was doing defensively, but there there was a possession at one point. I don't know if it was first half or second half where Marquette was doing a bunch of uh, handoffs to try to get like the edge uh, around the around the rim on Wisconsin, and it ended up with a Lewis layup that was really well contested and missed. And it was like, okay, this is a, a team that definitely, um, you know, plays really good defense and it, it kind of is here to, is here to uh, make things difficult for them. So it could have been, it could have been more of a reflection of what um, Wisconsin was doing defensively, but yeah, I just, I, I just, I just scrolled through the, I just scrolled through the play by play of the second half and Igadaro had, two shot attempts in the second half and they were both on putback attempts for from yeah. previously so, missed shots so again, like the they, thing did, they, they did not get him anything the thing that was working they just like didn't keep doing which was just like terrible um uh, all right let's throw Allen on thanks Derek you got anything else no thanks yeah have a good one oh, okay here comes here comes the the Alan will always have something interesting to say about this. So what what do you got, Alan? And where are you where are you coming to us from this time? Is there a um uh oh, are we having an issue with this? I don't see any audio. Alan, can you hear us? Oh no. Mm, I feel like we're like a we're like a rush hour radio station right now. Oh, dude, that's what this is. Like, that's why well, I, let's take some calls. I'm a big fan of like, oh yeah, yeah, the format because it that that is what it is. It's like what it's designed to be. It's 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 phenomenal. Uh, by the way, update from uh, uh, Joe McCann of Scrambled Eggs's uh, fourth four year old niece's birthday party. Um, it, it's a princess theme party and it has begun, and it is a madhouse, man. Which was oh man, cr- crucial update here. So I don't know why Alan can't talk, but um, I, I, I don't, I wonder if that we ran into some sort of issue with, um, with what we were having um, from why you couldn't speak at the beginning of this, but um, that's unfortunate. If uh, you want, if you want some uh, potentially fun news, uh, Ole Miss, our previous foe defeated uh, Memphis. Saw that. Today. 
I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was making me happy. Okay, let's try Alan one more time, and if it doesn't work, we'll go to Tom as well, who has been on for a while here. Oh, all right, cross your fingers. Any sort of audio. Oh, there we go. That's a mute sign. That's positive. Maybe. Yes. Yes, Alan. Let's go. We got it. I'm uh, having about as much luck getting on here as we have. Hell yes. Alan, again, already a stellar background noise performance from you. So <laughs> what we come to expect. Are you walking the dog? It sounds like a... a, a, cha- a- I, I, am, I am absolutely walking the dog. Yeah, it so- I heard a collar jangling, so it sounded like a dog walk. It's great. Good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have any poop left in me after Marquette did, but uh, oh. they, they laid a turd. Now I'm giving the dogs a chance to do the same. That's great. Good. Well said, and thank you for saying that in a way that we can publish <laughs> on the podcast. Um, I, I tried. I tried as much as I could. We appreciate um, you. Yeah, it was it was a fun uh, 22 or so minutes. I yeah. thought that we, we looked pretty decent early on. Um, that just too much Davis in the second half, not enough of anything offensively for us, not a great game from, from Justin. Um, it, it just felt like nothing was working after, and after seeing this team so many times come back and be able to make those second half runs, that I think was the most disappointing part for me was thinking at halftime, we're in pretty good shape. We can, we can make a run. We can get back in this. And instead, the yeah. exact opposite. It's just ugly, not much good to say about it. No, it wasn't good. Um, and yeah, like nothing really worked in the second half. Like it was about the worst case scenario possible. Second half, Wisconsin scoring 55 points in a, in a half is so absurd. Uh, and like, obviously, like not even what they're trying to do. Um, but yeah, I just, the, I don't know why there wasn't. Uh, again, like it's what we just talked about. I don't know why they they stopped going Colic and Colic and Oso when that was working so well in the first half. And, you know, they tried to get Lewis going. Lewis was kicking the ball away too much. Morcel couldn't really get anything going. It just wasn't, there just wasn't any sort of continuity. And there's just a lot of chucking because Wisconsin's really good defense and they couldn't get any stops. So just about as, about as bad as it could get. Um, and and, Alan, and Alan, to your point, Alan, to your point again, um, there were a couple of times where it did seem like, Marquette had the makings of maybe possibly trying to get back into it. I, there was one particular moment I had in mind. I think it was Elliott made a corner three, and then Wisconsin threw the ball away on the backcourt press, and it brought it down to single digits after Wisconsin had gone on this pretty big, consistent run, and then we just laid an egg on offense again. So, yeah, to – back up both those points that's that's kind of the frustration that i have right now alan hang hang out and oh, go ahead uh, i was just gonna say when we got it to 11 and then davison hit that sideways running forward, yes that was yeah it, it was yep. just a, the absolute dagger. right i the, felt all the blood rush out the one he had already hit twice in the game and they should have probably been able to figure that that's his shot so we can we could probably assume that he's going to do that um, Alan, hang out, hang out on mute, and then um, if you have anything that comes up when someone says something, we always like your uh, insights randomly. So if, if something occurs to you, feel free to weigh in. Um, let's get uh, let's get uh, Marquette Twitter um, uh, legend. I don't know. 
Um, Legend's probably too nice. Uh, Nate Marzian on here to give us the uh, the perspective uh, from what it was like uh, like in the in the stadium uh, there today. Nate, I know I I go to I go to you uh, to come on because um, I didn't actually view your your act as heinous putting on the the buck shirt over the over the beat Bucky shirt. I totally understand the pivot there and it was well planned by you, but um, uh, you want to hop off mute here and see if you can uh, share your thoughts on what it was like in the arena. Yeah. You can hear me, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously first half was fun and first half we were, me and my friends were all like, okay, this is like how this rivalry should be. We're playing well. Both teams are into it and everything. Second half, it wasn't like it, it felt a little bit like the 2019 game for us where the whole last like eight to ten minutes we just felt like we wanted to get out of there um people around us were nice enough like it wasn't they're giving us some crap um nothing crazy but yeah at the under four i think is when i put on the shirt because i i mean i at that point the game was over and then i quickly did put the i still put a marquette sweatshirt on over thank you that's that's so brave of you we appreciate that nate did anyone try to convince you that uh they actually don't care about us they actually don't think this is a rivalry there it, it wasn't like that it was actually more people just like like actually talking crap and stuff i don't think there's a lot of like oh like, like i had a few people talking about the foot like we don't have a football team and like Marquette's not a fun school. Marquette's a little brother, stuff like that. But it wasn't like we don't care about Marquette. Yeah, yeah uh, the little brother chants at the end were kind of interesting because I think they tend to Wisconsin tends to take a policy of non-acknowledgement whenever Marquette beats them or like or yeah. is competitive with them. So it was it was interesting. I don't I don't know. Like it's not like Michigan calling Michigan State little brother in football because that's like actually sort of defined as a rivalry. It's uh, Wisconsin tries to like, to like have it both ways where like when there are, when they do have the upper hand, it's like, Oh, like this is like your little brother. Like, and then when it's like Marquette is the upper hand and it's like, Oh, we don't think about you at all. We're a football school. It's kind of like the the back and forth. It's a little frustrating and kind of cheap. Yeah. I've always said that where I'm like, they act like they don't care, but then as soon as they win, they then act like they do care. And then it's like, and I just, like you said, they, they take it both, they, have, they try to have it both ways. And we weren't like, I mean, we weren't getting into it with people too much. Obviously, first half, when we had, you know, good moments, when we went up like four or five, we were just like cheering and stuff, like being like a little bit in people's faces, but nothing, nothing over the top. So I don't think people were too angry at us. It was more just kind of giving us crap, just for the sake of giving us crap. Well, we were, there were a ton of Marquette fans in the student section, but I think there was a few scattered around. You're you're a Twitter celebrity, so you have to be responsible for your actions. So I'm glad you weren't getting it into anyway. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do anything. You Giannis, Giannis would be so disappointed in in you if you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta gotta stick up for stick up for the 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 act like Giannis would WWGD. Exactly. <laughs> I did have some I did have some people behind me. This was again like at the under four like. I think it was, yeah, I think it was when I put the shirt on, so we're, like, laughing, and some people were just, like, started to, like, oh, like, go home, blah, blah, blah. and, like, some people were yelling, tweet about it, which is funny. Tweet about <laughs> it! <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. I'll, I'll that's, a, that's a uniquely good insult, because, like, <laughs> that does mean, like, you're being recognized from Twitter, but also you're being thoroughly owned at the same time. Yeah, I know, and I was, like, I was, like, I laughed, and I was, like, yeah, okay, and the whole, yeah, those whole last eight to ten minutes of just waiting for the game to end it was like i'm not gonna argue with you i'm not gonna get it like we're taking it off it's like just take it 
We got more good Marion Ellis minutes out of that though. And, and I like, I love Marion Ellis minutes. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of becoming the, uh, the uh, jealous uh, girlfriend meme with uh, Stevie Mitchell and Marion Ellis. <laughs> I, I finally tried to notice him today because often like he's been playing in some of those quote unquote unimportant minutes. So I haven't, as actively tried to pay attention to what he does as much. But when he was in for that brief second where he just immediately had a couple deflections, and I don't know if other people noticed this, but it went to the TV timeout and it was Marquette's ball. And whoever was holding on to the ball for Wisconsin, Marion just like bear swatted it out of his hands and said mine and then handed it to the ref, a very Theo John type move there. I love Stevie. I'm not, I'm not trying to slight Stevie. Stevie had a couple of really good plays on defense today, but Stevie's uh, offensive game right now is um, very, very much shades of a scrawnier Derek Wilson at the moment, kind of just unable to shoot free throws uh, really like not a whole lot of touch around the rim and like very athletic and able to, you know, make plays and get to uh, get to shots, but not really able to, to finish him off and he doesn't really rack up in the assist numbers either either i think he, he does a pretty decent job at like you know just facilitating the offense being like the game manager type but it doesn't really show up in the assist numbers and i don't know if that's indicative of my eyes not really noticing much or if that's just something that's gonna come through eventually we just had like a really weird spike where like a bunch of people went in nate did you like like retweet this or something like i'm not really paying attention because like we just had like a we just had like a bunch of people hop in like while you were talking like more people than we've had like by like a long shot and then anyway super super weird and random uh Wait, let's does it, uh, it's like if i join it does it then like like go oh that could be you know what that could be what it is it could be like your name's on the header page. right now yeah or your obvious on the header right yeah, now. yeah and people who, who follow you are probably like seeing it that's definitely what it was gosh such an influencer thank you for thank you for gracing us with your presence yeah do you know what um i don't know if you guys already mentioned it but do you know what was shot in the second half because i know at one point we looked at it was like 16 of 22 they were at. shot in the second half yeah i can probably uh, i can probably figure that out they They shot over 50% for the game. Um, Because in the first half, I don't think they they shot like 30-something. Yeah, no, it was... The first half was not that good from them. It was probably... I don't have it on the box score I have up right now, but it was probably... Oh, wait. uh, Ken Paul might have it. Uh, Hold on. Um, I'm going to see Torvik. Yeah, Torvik's probably got it. Um, Either way, they were were over 50% for the game, which is pretty... In, in, in contrast to what they did in the first half, like, obviously that's quite good. Um, Nate, thank you. This was great. Thank you for, thank you for joining us and, and no random, randomly spiking us. Um, uh, well, I, Andy just requested, so I think we have to put Andy on because uh, we're like, he owns us. We're obligated as, as the, as the, as the loner of our, of our name on the, on the pod. Was this, were you going to volunteer the stat of what they shot? Is that why you, is that why you requested? Oh, Andy. Hey, there you are, guys. Yep. Okay, sorry about that. I was at a stoplight and I saw the unmute thing. Okay, so I don't remember it off the top of my head, but to answer the question, it's in the recap if you guys want to surf over oh. there and find it. Oh, plug, 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 plug. 
Head over to anonymouseagle.com. Yeah. Right there. Anonymouseagle.com. Nate, <laughs> tweet the article from your from your influencer account. <laughs> Oh God, I don't want to see it. I've got. I'm. I'm getting going for it right now. Yeah, with three or three to with three or three to play, uh, the Badgers had shot seventy percent from the field, oh, fifty six behind the arc. Oh man, for yeah. effective field goal of eighty percent, seventy seventy. I don't even think. I don't. I think that's the whole second half. I don't think that's even the qualifier of three or three to play because I think if you read the sentence back, it's yeah. So it's seventy uh, percent. Oh yeah, yeah, seventy yeah. percent is a lot. The live set split first half, second half, so that's that is the whole second half. Yeah, that's gross. Um, that's really gross. Very unfair. Uh, Tom, you, Tom, you've been. Close the final three minutes where it was thirteen to three for Marquette. Yeah, that's yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, yeah. yeah. really, it's really, really bad. That's that's it's not good on all fronts. Um, Tom, you've been hanging out wanting to ask a question throw you on yeah yeah thanks thanks Uh, andy really appreciate you guys uh creating a support group safe space for us yeah that's that's, that was the goal especially the moment of silence at the top with that without my troubles i thought that was really good (laughs) well we just What is this a uh, transfer watch thing that you speak of? I don't think I've heard of that. No, oh, it's, it's not a thing. That was someone. Oh, okay, okay. Base of are we worried? Who, who are we worried that is going to transfer out? Who's not getting playing time? And oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I follow you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, been, we've been all you know, Wojo triggers of yes every year. <laughs> the thing is, Shaq is really good at letting the twelfth man know he's important. But yeah. I wanted to see it. Like, yeah. And uh, like I thought Chop also really stepped up. He's getting better every game. Oh, I love watching so, him play. He's so good. Mm-hmm. And also, if anyone's watching, anyone needs to be watching those YouTube series that they're putting on, that's why I don't call him a Chop. I feel cool because it's his birthday, they would call him Chop. So um, <laughs> those are really good. I think Chop is just a cool name. I'm, I'm with it. Oh, yeah. Better than David. Yeah. Right, guys, uh, better than David. Yes, correct. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. And, and uh, Alan, and, uh, still on? Point, or, sorry, to... uh, hold on, I want to kick to Alan quick. Oh, Alan, yeah, yeah. Did, were you the one in the in the space earlier this season that said Chaka, like, even though he like does a really good job of ingratiating his culture, like has had like the tenth and eleventh guy transfer a lot in his time? It, uh, actually, I would say more so the opposite with him. I okay. did a crack sidewalks yeah. article on, and. 
in his time at Texas, and I was just trying to compare him to similar time frames with Wojo and Buzz. Yeah. The time they spent here. Uh, he put, I believe, more players in the NBA than he did in the transfer portal. Um, that includes guys that he came in that were there when he was already coming in. Um, it, he's done a great job of building that culture and retaining the people that he had. So having a team this young, I think it's almost inevitable that we'll see some transfers, but I don't think that it's going to be what we would have expected under Rojo where you think, okay, once we get to summer, three names are going to be gone for sure. We don't know who they are. Um, yeah. But, you know, people are going to leave. I, I don't feel that way about this regime. I think that they have a better sense on how to retain guys and uh, like I believe Tom was saying, you know, letting everyone know that they're important, that they have a role, even when you're further down the packing order. Yeah, good. All right, makes yeah, sense. And, I, and, I remember that. And what? Uh, and uh, I think uh, someone probably paying attention is, uh, mentioned this uh, a few days ago. Uh, but Shaka had a post game conference against either St. Bonaventures or Jackson State's one of those teams. But um, he mentioned that Oso was very, very close to entering the transfer portal as well. And it was Shaka who ended up convincing him to come back because, you know, Oso spent his entire freshman year staple to the bench, which seems to be more and more of a head scratcher every single day. And so if Shaka is able to keep a bench warmer like that, who clearly has talents to convince him to stay at Marquette and convince him that he'll have a role and then follow through on that, then that's a, that's a really good sign for potential uh, project guys like Ellis and Joplin. Andy, do you have something or do you just unmute on, on accent? Uh, yeah, no, I unmuted on purpose. To, okay. to the filler on that. It's not that Shaka convinced him to convince Oso to stay. Mm-hmm. The way Shaka phrased that specifically was, uh, Oso was quote right up against it as far as leaving or staying. He was like Dawson was apparently his roommate, his best friend, ah. and apparently the deal was Oso. This is the way Shaka explained it. This is his words. I'm just paraphrasing. Oso yep. walked into Shaka's office and said, "I like it here. I like it at Marquette. I want to help you build whatever you're going to build here." Yeah. I, thank you for thank you for uh, thank you for filling yeah, that in. So, that's that's great. And, this is and part of this might be um, this is gonna like sound really weird. Homer has mentioned this on the radio once. Mm-hmm. Um, Oso's not a sophomore academically. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he apparently came in with a ton of AP credits. Oh my god, oh. same, same. <laughs> At some point, he was bordering on junior year status by the end of last year. Hell yeah, love that. We have, he's going to be like Chris O'Toole with seven degrees. <laughs> that's a great tip. That's a great tip. And I, lo- I love the way that Shaka phrased that. Just to, just, to, uh, just to be able to like finish four years of eligibility, he's going to have almost have to enroll in grad school or get yeah. a double major. It sounds love like. that. That's good though. That's, 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 wild, like, okay, cool, that's, that's be the difference in action. Yeah, that's what we want to see. Just, <laughs> be the difference. Like, play forever. I don't, I don't know what his major is, and I don't know what his interests are, or whatever have you. But like, if he wants to stay here, because uh, some, I think Shaka mentioned this too at some point. I was, like, he's 
Oso feels he's uh, being, he likes the academic challenge that he's getting at Marquette. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal for him. The, 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 <laughs> the accrued credits uh, has a strong whiff of uh, comm major, but we'll see. We'll see <laughs> oh, you know what? Majoring in business. Congratulations to Oso. He actually has a real major. Good for him. <laughs> Good job. That's great. Okay, we're we're around an hour here, um, and uh, I think we're slowing down. So I think we're going to probably put a button on this here. But again, appreciate everyone who uh, hung out with us today. This was great, and uh, this, we were able to record it as a podcast, which is a huge breakthrough for the squad. So we don't actually have to record another one of these. Um, but thank you so much for joining uh, the space, and uh, we will hopefully do one of these another time uh soon uh probably i would get i mean i don't know it depends what the ucla game looks like but we could uh, probably yeah i was gonna say throw one together next weekend for that um depending on what everyone's uh, saturday plans look like but thanks everyone again for joining us and uh yeah uh, if you want to hear back any of the stuff we uh said uh feel free to hop in uh on uh apple podcasts and uh check out the anonymous eagle podcast once this goes up probably tomorrow so uh thanks everyone for uh hopping in thanks everyone ben you got anything else you want to go we're still recording oh uh no i I love this format like honestly that's great i i had a great time with it um i think the next step uh maybe don't want to don't want to make uh make uh andy commit to this but um given what happened with uh when nate uh joined uh the space there um i think we should probably try to figure out uh doing this from uh the the, the mothership account uh for oh yeah one of the next times here because yeah we had genuinely i pointed this out but we had about um you know it was a lower number i think because it's saturday we lost and people want to do other things with their lives uh and then nate nate popped on and like he said uh it probably popped on, on on top of his uh followers uh timeline that he was he was in this oh actually no you do get uh i just remembered this because uh for the brief time that alan was speaking i got a notification saying alan bukowski is speaking on this twitter space and you can click on that and it takes you right there so i think that's that's probably it that's the move and i think that's kind of going to be where we're at next time but so probably next pod comes uh sunday or monday after ucla uh depending on our timeline and we appreciate everyone uh joining in and uh, this was uh another lovely lovely uh time and unfortunate result but uh, just a great time hanging out and chatting with everybody so yeah. talk to you guys next time